This is Barry talking about making Moonlight. What do you think the film's about? Uh, I think it's about multiple things, you know? And so I think it's a good thing that different people are seeing different uh, different thematic issues, different themes in the film. Because uh, I think what's happening is people are bringing things to the film. Right. And the film is like a, this reflection, you know? And so not everybody's going to get the same thing out of it. You know, for me... Uh, you know, it's a coming-of-age story about this very particular neighborhood that I'm from in Miami and the playwright Troll McCraney is from. Um, but it's also about the idea of masculinity, you know, and then about the performance of masculinity. Uh, if I would say it's about anything. It's about how this sort of conversation of nature versus nurture and how people can begin to perform what they think uh, the world is expecting of them. And this is Required Watching, where we watch the essential films from a list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host, Trey Epps, and today we're talking about a movie in which a young African-American man grapples with his identity and sexuality while experiencing the everyday struggles of childhood, adolescence, and burgeoning adulthood. This film is directed by Barry Jenkins, written by Barry Jenkins, with a story by Terrell Alvin McCraney, starring Mahershala Ali, Naomi Harris, Trevante Rose, Terrell Jerome, and a few other actors. This movie is Moonlight. At some point, you gotta decide for yourself who you gonna be. Can't let nobody make that decision for you. You all tell him why the other boys kick his ass all the time. What's wrong? I didn't seem good, and you ain't it. Remember the last time I saw you? Besides the blunder at the Oscars, Moonlight quickly rose to the top of film list as it dissects what it means to be a black man in America. More specifically, a black man in a black community in America. As a black man myself, I know many of the struggles being faced in this film, and it's important to me to, and required watching, to show films from underrepresented communities, whether it's Black History Month in February in the UK or October or just any old day. Um, and that's really how we landed here. In truth, I wanted to rewatch this film because I'd watched Mike with Chavante Rhodes, and I wanted to know where the other actors of Moonlight landed, and I wasn't too disappointed. They're all working and have so much going on. Someone please make Blade happen with Mahershala Ali. I will not accept anything else at this point. In a lot of ways, this film feels like a hug in that, I mean, I feel seen. I feel like someone knows what it's like to be black in the community, and it isn't always about fitting into the white world around us as much as it's about navigating who we are when everyone tells us who you should be. My brand of a writer, my brand as a writer anyway, is coming of age and identity focus. So as each chapter passed, I saw both complete stories and the adventure of Chiron as validation for my writing and validation for my own journey. That aside, Moonlight is a romance film. I mean, I think of it as a romance film. Chiron, years-long relationship with, or situationship with Kevin, but also with himself. It's a romantic drama that probably wouldn't have sold many tickets if it was labeled that way, but I really felt it as much in the film. Did you know that Barry Jenkins has revealed the reason why only two Caucasian people are visible throughout the film in the distance at the rehab center? Is because he himself didn't see it, didn't meet a white person until he was in college. And everyone struggles and wanted to include them as representation. There you go. 
This film took 25 days to shoot, broken into three chronological chapters. The actors who play the lead character at different stages of life never met or watched these other's performances. When it comes to seeing sailors, Naomi Harris and Mahershal Ali are the best. I actually think, I, I didn't look up his name, but the, the character who played the bully in high school, who eventually gets hit over the head with a chair, I thought he was really scary. I, I know people like this. I know how unhinged they are and have their own issues. But I think I think he did a really great job as being an antagonist for Chiron at that time. And Naomi Harris being the only person who goes through all you know, all points of, of Sharon's life and Mahershala Ali, who I, I often dissect how we meet a protagonist of, of a film. And I think Mahershala Ali being the person that we meet first allows us to lock on with him as a potential protagonist. Especially if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the trailer or don't know what it's about or don't know what kind of twists and turns it's going to take. I think the assumption, at least my assumption was that like Mahershala was going to take us for a very long ride and we would see him. Instead, uh, we have him taking Chiron in at a very early age with his wife, and and you know we we don't see him again after the first chapter. And it's it's I think it's when you know a mentor a mentor, when a mentor could change your life and has changed your life, but isn't there to continue to guide you. That's the kind of loss that Chiron had, despite despite Mahershala these characters, you know. Trappen, I do think he was a good influence and, and really tried to help him. And I think both, I, I think saw Chiron as both a son and a version of himself. And I, I think that kind of relationship is not, it's not to be scoffed at. Like that, it's really complicated. It's a really complicated thing. And I think, that, I think Barry, Jenkins, Barry Jenkins did a really great job of demonstrating those kinds of relationships because you, yeah, I, I don't think you can choose who, you have around you and who cares about you and you know e- even black's relationship or sharon's relationship with his mother changes drastically from someone who he wants to love to someone who he absolutely hates and, and can't can't be around because of her own issues and it's it's of course very toxic to him um but i think these two relationships are certainly things that i relate to very much but also uh, and i think it's because i relate to, to it that i see the complexities and i see how nuanced those performances are but also the simple act of putting those into the film is is a challenge i would love to know what the studio what producers or you know what kind of notes Barry Jenkins got based on some like some of these things like what were people what 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 didn't people get in a, a you know the film business where it's not a lot of black people right not a lot of not a lot of black execs I'm curious about what some of the notes were that they just didn't get or if they were just like go ahead and do what you got to do this is your budget whatever but it's yeah it, yeah uh, anyways what would I change not a single thing I, I I wouldn't change a single thing about this film. I just think it does a really great job. I'm sure there's, of course, more Mahershala that I would have loved and less Naomi Harris is Naomi Harris's drug-addled self. I would have loved to have seen that, seen what that relationship grew into as an adult. Maybe I'm searching for something in that. But no, I, I really wouldn't change anything. It feels like these vignettes feel so complete as they are tied together. Is this required watching? I'd like to talk to any filmmaker who thinks this movie isn't vital to stepping up their game. I think vignettes are very rarely seen. Um, 
ironically, I think they're more seen in older films than they are now, but I think it's, it's such a great tool to be able to tell a story. But also I think the the personal aspects of this film, the the you know, Barry Jenkins saying that he didn't meet someone who was white until he was 20. Like, that's so specific, and that's so that's so grounded in this film of, of being in the hood that I don't think people acknowledge or people see, people, like, people want to accept. And the reason I say every filmmaker should have this is because it's a perfect example of really digging deep, especially if you're a writer-director, or really digging deep. And, of course, he worked with Thelma Craney, but being able to find those things that connect with you. And I, I really hate saying over and over again, write what you know, write what you know, because, you know, Tolkien didn't know about elves and, and whatnot. But I'm sure there was a part of that that he really connected to. Um, so to that, I, I just mean you feel the connection. It's so tangible to feel the connection with both Terrell and, and, and Barry Jenkins, and it shines through. Uh, not only be- because I'm black, because I, I really very much feel connected to, you know, BIPOC stories, honestly, no matter what ethnicity or, you know, whatever that story may be, I feel connected because I feel seen to it. And you can feel the authenticity, you can feel how genuine it is when it's on screen. And it instead of it just being an effort to put BIPOC characters or BIPOC stories on the screen just because. So, yes, I, I 100% think this is required watching. With that said, thanks so much for listening and watching. Please leave some comments and reviews. We'll be reading them on the air, and they're, they're important feedback. And I really want to make sure that we're connecting with you folks, because Required Watching is a film club, so please have your say and stick around, because 2023 is going to be amazing. So until next time, peace.